Good morning and welcome to the Dallas Cowan Podcast. I am so excited you're joining me this morning. Um, hope you had a great week. Today is Friday. Um, so today I want to talk about some uh, things in the news that uh, I think are important for us to understand um, just the correlation between the two. Um, the you know the thing. One thing that I, I I truly believe is that you know in today's day and age you have to be very very careful in what you read, especially if you're a headline reader, because people have agendas, people have uh, ideas that they want to produce for an audience, so they can get a reaction or they can get clicks. It's it's a strategy. So even though the numbers may be um, not fully uh, there um, or that they are skewed in a certain manner. Um, it's, you know, they want shares. Um, so it's very, very important to understand, um, you know, people's agendas behind things, uh, people's, you know, why. And so um, I, I want to share stories between uh, two different reports that have come out over the last month. Um, and, and just to tell you how they correlate and how I see them, um, being important for people to understand and people important to, to understand what's what's happening in the world um, by these two reports. So if you've if you listened to my podcast before, you know that I am pro-refugees coming to the United States. Uh, it's been something that's go- been going on for the last 40 years. We've done a great job at it. We're one of the few countries in the world that is able to bring refugees over because we have the best process. Um, the current administration has uh, criticized the process. Um, it has criticized the process with no results afterwards, um, saying if they've done a full check of the process and it's good to go, or here's things that we need to change with it. He's only just said we need to vet them better. Um, I've had uh, communications with uh, the head of the refugee department here in Arizona. Um, I've been to their meetings. I've seen the people that run it. Um, they are top class people. Um, I wish that more social services in the United States ran like uh, the refugee department. Um, and so, as you know, I, I am pro-refugee for a lot of different ways. But this one strikes a different way. The stories that I'm going to bring today are, are, not, um, are, are about something that even I hold as um, loosely. Um, because it was given to me. I did, I did nothing to deserve this. Um, there's a lot of things I did not think to deserve, but this in particular, I, I did nothing to deserve. Um, it's my U.S. citizenship. I was born in the United States. I'm a U.S. citizen. And um, this is something that is, is prized in some ways when people become U.S. citizens. Um, and so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to share with you Two stories that came up in the news that I believe are correlated together. Um, the first being there's a report that came out um, that uh, was was written. It was a study that was done about uh, refugees and saying that actually refugees have a uh, they are uh, positive an economic an economic positivity to the United States. When refugees come over, 
over the you know the span of 10 years, they have provided a positive result to the United States. That's because they have paid taxes, because they get jobs, and because what a refugee to order to understand the, the math behind it, when a refugee comes over, they're living in another state or another country um, during that time. They're being vetted by people, um, by the uh, uh, Homeland Security, um, FBI. They're getting vetted by a lot of people. When they fly over from the United States, they have to pay back their plane ticket. That, that fund that's used to fly refugees over is a revolving door. When the refugee pays that back, they can bring more back. So it's a self-sustaining operation when it comes to flying them from wherever they are to here. Um, when they come over from the United States, they are immediately put on food stamps. They, it's just a, it's just how they how they work. It's just like you're gonna you're gonna be on food stamps because they don't have anywhere else to pay. So they are being paid by the government, but they are being paid by by food stamps. These are very highly motivated people that come over as refugees. Most of them have aided the U.S. allies in some way, um, the U.S. military in some way, and that's why they have to get out of that country, is because they will be killed by the regime that's there. So the the cost of bringing a refugee over from a economic standpoint is very very low because they only have six months too to be on the government program and it's getting smaller and smaller um, where they get some sort of uh, some sort of subsidy for their rent um, but it's all basic needs the other subsidies that come from refugees are from nonprofit groups that are get donations that get um, the community support to rally around to give them what they need. Um, but they are put in, you know, very small apartments. Um, so the economic side of it's not doesn't cost the United States as much money. And then during the 10 years, while they're here, while they get jobs, they pay taxes because they are, you know, registered underneath and they pay taxes on what they are able to do. Um, and these, these people have no country. These people have no, um, you know, they, they fled their country. Um, and now they're at a country where they are able to uh, to live and prosper. And many of these these refugees are are very pro-American. They're they're very um, thankful for being saved and that their family is saved from um, whatever atrocities they are from. Um, so this report came out. I read it. I went through it. Um, it was a great report on. Um, the, that refugees over the 10 years span after, after looking at them are profitable for the United States because of the taxes they pay um, and because of the jobs they have. Um, they are, they're, they're a good thing for the country. Now, um, this report was rejected by the current administration because it said it had biases to it. It said it was written in a way that had biases towards um, that was pro-refugee. Um, no, no other explanation for the report. Um, when you read the report, it's it's very uh, analytical. It's very, um, uh, it's not a, an opinion piece. It gives facts. Um, now, if you wanted to challenge the facts, absolutely. I mean, if it if it's if it's written in that way, but and as I read it, it was not an opinion piece on any means. 
Um, so I don't know why the administration wanted to um, wanted to reject this this piece of uh, information that was given to them. Um, so those are the those are the that's one of the reports. Another report that came out that is is different. It's not um, under the same breath, but which came out that I think kind of correlates with this is um, Mueller, who's uh, sorry Miller, who's in the in, in the cabinet of um, the Trump administration, is kicking around an idea that um, that if you have taken any sort of government aid in any capacity, um, it will be a very hard time for you to become a U.S. citizen. And as as I read that, I thought about it, and and you know, in in the scope of of making a policy, a scope of of trying to limit people who become U.S. citizens, um, you know, the, there's you know. If you're not a U.S. citizen, you know you you um, you know you still pay taxes. You still give money. So the thing that this 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 policy would be kicking around would be the the fact to vote. Um, so I'm not sure what the the logic is behind it. Um, but the thing that I think about when this goes directly out is these refugees that, you know, they, they have no home. They have no, they can't go back. So one thing that I see refugees do is have pride to become U.S. citizens. And because they have to take food stamps, because they had to have the government's help, they would be automatically limited or automatically, yeah, automatically put into this category of, it'd be very hard for you to become a U.S. citizen, and and I think that is not right. I mean, that's that's my opinion. I think no, I I don't I don't agree with that. I don't agree with 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 this with this policy um, being brought up. Um, I don't agree with it from the just the the ethics side of it. Um, I think that you know these these people coming over these refugees coming over, um, should have an opportunity to become U.S. citizens. Um, they, they have no home. Um, they have over the past 10 years have had an economic, um, uh, positivity to the United States. Um, and you know, when I, I believe they, they sometimes, um, will celebrate more of their citizenship. They will grasp that more, um, than I do. Um, I'm a U.S. citizen, and and I was I've never been without it. Um, I remember I was I was I voted this last time, and I was sitting there, and I I just voted, and I'm like, this is great because I live in a place where I just voted, and I'm not scared. I'm not scared of the results. I'm not scared of my for my family, um, and these people are coming from places where that's the case. So when they vote and they become U.S. citizens, um, they they can have a of a positive impact and they can cherish that even more. Um, so that's what I wanted to bring to you today. Um, the you know the two policies that are out there, understanding the news, understanding that events don't have happen in a vacuum, 
Um, so hopefully that was beneficial to you guys. Um, hopefully that you understood where I was coming from. Um, if you have any questions or anything like that, please reach out to me. I'd love to have a dialogue going on um, to hear you know what what you have to say. So thank you so much for listening. I appreciate all of you for uh, for joining me. Hope you guys have a great rest of the of the weekend. Thank you.